1: The Jewel Network is committed to broadcasting the sciences of life and the sciences of living. By cultivating the mind of a scientist, you are being able to extract the very best the current 21st century has to offer. You are listening to the Dr. Jewel's Brain Balancing Program and more with your host, physician and surgeon, microbiologist, preventive medicine and hygiene physician, and Surgeon General, Dr. Jewel Poole.
0: Greetings and how are you today? We welcome you to your uterine fibroid, your universal principal support group, radio listening fellowship. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, (laughs) we're so glad that you're here with us today and we have a wonderful principle to share with you. And as usual, we have our facilitator in training, Miss Felicia Muhammad. How are you today, Felicia? Great, rising, Dr. Jewel. I am well. How about you? Okay. Very busy. We're getting uh, ready for yeah. our fall semester and a lot of other things going on, but we're excited and uh, very joyous about what it is that we are going to discuss today and about the new fall semester at the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living, the Jewess. So, yeah. Yeah. so we are speaking today about a very uh, interesting subject, something that most people um, don't dare to embark upon. But, <laughs> yeah, they have to really begin to understand the importance of how perceiving and living your life is being beyond belief. It's like, oh, we have a lot of beliefs and values and whatever else, but it's like, okay, can you be what you believe? Can you be what you believe? And this is where most people fall short. And so they wonder why they don't get the results that they – you know, I believe that. I really believe that. But it's like, okay, are you being that? You know, and then we go into the wells and the buts and, well, I don't know, or even to the silence, etc. And we have to talk about that now because it's about yeah. being, being, okay? It's wonderful that you got the belief. Now, can you be what you believe? Abundance is a natural believe? state of affairs, okay? Mm-hmm. Non-judgment. Yeah. Okay, there is no such thing as right or wrong. Can you be that now? That your purpose will always give you the highest of everything you could imagine. Can you be your purpose? We're going to talk about that in a little more detail. So without further ado, our sponsors are waving. They want to say hello. And once our sponsors say hello to you, we'll be right back discussing with you being Beyond belief. We'll be right back.
1: You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron.
0: Well, you know, we were talking earlier today, uh, Ms. Felicia and I, and she had a wonderful story, a very intense, (laughs) tender story, about how she literally was really kind of shoved into having to be what she believed. So, you know, just tune up the volume and, you know, breath and just lean back in the seat. Or just lock into seeing yourself driving up at home And listen to this story It's a wonderful Remembrance To help you see a lot of yeah. things That you may not see That will allow you to finally Be what you believe So tell us your little story I thought it was wonderful Yeah yeah. Well, thank you Dr. Jewel I have my glasses on My University Principal Support Group glasses And my manual here So Beyond belief, uh, being willing to let go of what you believe. So I had the experience about two years ago, um, and you've heard me mention other aspects of it, and I want to share, too, as we were talking after we completed speaking, it it dawned on me that I I am being prepared. I was being prepared for this exact moment, (laughs) because as we've been discussing the different principles, as we are relating, I can pull from that experience. You know, when I think about the principles and we're sharing and what comes up first, their experience is from this particular spiritual journey, as I call it, um, and it shows me that that was a part of my preparation for the continual evolution of living my purpose and living as a God, as a living God, experiencing the, the life of a living God. So I'm so grateful, and as I I was reflecting on, I had the experience of being uh, evicted, okay? We talked about that a couple of shows before, and in that eviction, and I bring it right to the nuts and bolts, how it applies to this particular principle, I was standing at the door of my vacant apartment because I was being evicted, had to get everything out, and I'm standing at the window crying and talking to God, you know, and I call him a lie. You know, I was like, okay, Allah, so you really got to help me on this one. I'm like, okay, I realized I was depending on other people to do to take care of me, other men, you know, my dad to take care of me. So that was a real big epiphany that I had with being willing to let that go, you know, and the trauma I put myself through just with that. And and then worrying about, you know, what people were going to say, you know, the, the nation and, you know, my sisters and brothers and how it was going to look. I'm being evicted, you know, all of that. I was willing to let all of that go. And, and um, the other part was leaving, not knowing where I was going to go not knowing where I was going to go. So as I'm crying and talking all over, what am I going to do? And then it was just like I stopped crying, and the thought just came over. Okay, well, you remember you were were guided to go to um, St. Thomas, and you met a family there, so call that family. So I called the family, and after I – spoke to the family, and they told me, you know, we talked about some of the details of what was going on. So I was just very, very transparent and letting them you know. At this point, I was like, I don't have nothing to hide. And and that was really different for me because I was, you know, experienced being very prideful <laughs> and not wanting people to know certain things, you know. So that was really big, and um, I was willing to let that go. And... <clears throat> And then as I once I spoke with him, I turned back to the window, started looking back out the window, and it was like, Okay, so now what? I had five hundred and thirty something dollars to my name and said, get a ticket, get half your money, take half the money and get you a one way ticket. I was like, Okay, so if I do this and now again, this is my conversation I'm having with God, if I do this, I'ma need you to make It happened because I know how I can create and force things to happen, okay? So I was like, so if this is in alignment with what I'm supposed to be doing, then I'm going to need you to make it happen. The door is going to be open. When I take a step, I need the next door to be open, you know, so my hands will not touch it, okay? So just follow me. So when I got the ticket, um, I called. I, uh, called a sister friend of mine, and I let her know what was going on. And she said, well, you know what? Because I was telling her I needed somewhere to stay. And she said, you know what? I have a cousin. I have a cousin in um, on the island. So she connected me with her cousin. And when I tell you, literally each door opened up, that was the first door that opened up. So then while I was there, I needed to work. So once my stay was, you know, I had extended my stay with being able to stay with the cousin, I met another lady who had an orchid, an orchard, and I was able to work like like I, used, I was working for being able to work to pay for my stay. And she had a place, so she let me stay there, and I worked with her at the orchard. You know, like an immigrant, like migration. You know, migrant workers. And um, and so from there, I got another job, so I was able to work on a food truck, a veggie, vegan, vegetarian food truck, and that was right in alignment with you know, my purpose was because, again, I was focused on really having fun doing what I was doing regardless to what the circumstances were. I did not want to just do something for the money. And that's how it unfolded. Every, everything that I wanted to do that was in alignment with my purpose and me being authentic and true to myself with where I was at that particular time and the spiritual development, Every door literally was open, and I eventually was able to get my own place um, and, again, start doing sessions and helping people, you know, overcome their emotional stuff and, you know, limitations physically and um, and spiritually and financially. So having that experience really empowered me to be able to have the courage to be willing to let go of those Beliefs that no longer served me, and I know they didn't serve me. I mean, because it was evident, you know, uh, that they were no longer serving me, and it was time for the time to go to another level. So, when you're will, what I learned is when I was willing to let go of what I thought, I really didn't have to let go. If that makes sense, so let me say it like this: I thought about Abraham when Abraham was directed to kill his son, right? So he took the, took the child up, Took, I think it was Ishmael, Yeah, took him up, mounted him up. As soon as he raised it, God stayed his hand, right? So I share with people that when you're willing to do something, you might not even have to go all the way through with it. Being willing to do it, being willing to let go of those beliefs, those illusions that no longer serve you, you know they They will be able to support you, and you experience the joy that you that you see as a result of being willing to do that so letting go of those beliefs that no longer serve you that is definitely something you want to be able to take an honest look at and and just do it just do it just do well, it. that that is uh, a very powerful, wonderful expression of what having hope and faith and being willing to step into what appears to be the unknown, what it always mm-hmm. does for you. It always involves you to a new level of knowing yourself and exposing you to a new quality of life. So people are mm-hmm. so concerned about how their life is as a the quality, but are they willing to step into the unknown to have that quality so I think it's appropriate now for you to read in a manual what we have said about this beyond belief. Okay. We'll do. So it says, beliefs are not natural to us and keeping our beliefs alive is exhausting. Oh my God, yes it was. Um, In those moments when we are just tired to hold on to a belief, we gain a glimpse of life beyond beliefs. Also in those moments, without realizing it, we surrender to our natural state of being, our essence, and the feeling quality that accompanies the state, our joyfulness. So let me read it again. Beliefs are not natural to us, and keeping our beliefs alive is exhausting. In those moments when we are just too tired to hold on to a belief, we gain a glimpse of life beyond belief. Also in those moments, without realizing it, we surrender to our natural state of being, our essence, and the feeling quality that accompanies that state, our joyfulness. And, yes, that is so true. Mm. So true, so true. So we have a few minutes. Well, now our sponsors want to hear from us, Dr. Jewel. Okay, well, Let them speak, and I have a little information to share after we come
2: back.
1: Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STD, Alzheimer's, and many others. These disorders are the results of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body.
0: You know, I'm just here thinking, and first of all, if you just have tuned into the show, you are listening to the Jewel Network, your wonderful broadcaster of Science News Radio. We love broadcasting science news, and right now you have hooked into, connected into the Universal Principle Support Group. Radio broadcast Yes, so every Wednesday you can Attend Universal Principles Support Group for Your enlightenment Now, go back and listen To our archives, that's very important Because Universal Principles is so Necessary for you So mm-hmm. this is not This is not being cute anymore This is, oh, you know, there's Universal mm-hmm. Principles, these are the laws That you are accountable to for all of your existence. So, of course, we have city laws and we have state laws and whatever. Those laws are what they are. But to the cosmos that everything comes from, the state laws, the city laws, the nation's laws are only in existence because of cosmic law. So, when we take the time to learn cosmic law, guess what? We automatically. It right into all of the cosmic laws in the city, in the state, in the nation that are aligned with the cosmos. Those laws are most important because those are the laws that allow you to have a life. And this is what you have to remember. Yeah, these are the laws that allow you to have a life. You have to understand now we've got state laws and national laws that, you know, in and, and turn, incarcerate people for most of their life. Your universe, your cosmos never does that. We've got laws that give the rights to take a person's body away from them, destroy their body, because you have to know you can never, ever be killed. You are a conscious energy force. You can never, ever be killed. But now, yes, your body can be injured if you have a belief system that allows that to occur. See, everything only occurs because of what you think. So if you think your body can be destroyed, then it can be. Now, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: to understand then that because you can create whenever you desire, whatever it is that you want to create, when we are not able to master the laws of creation, which is cosmic laws, You have to basically continue to have that experience over and over again until you get So I just simply say it just is amazing to me, individual who knows that they don't have to create their air, they don't have to create their water, they don't have to create the earth, which is the stardust under their feet, that they would not trust it. So you have to understand that Miss Felicia today gave you a testimony of how she went back to the very source that creates the very necessary things for her to exist. She dropped all the other stuff and went back to the basics and allowed that to be the precipice upon which she was to stand. And it brought her into this wonderful life. It brought her into... Her being able to even be here to broadcast this to you. She's being prepared over all this time because she remembered the cosmic law and how the cosmos has always supported her. Always. Because she never had to make her air, never had to make her water, never had to figure out if there was going to be earth for her to stand on. Never. And so anything that has that level of consistency How are you not trusting it? See, this is the big question that you Mm -hmm. have to ask yourself. Mm -hmm. How Mm -hmm. are you not trusting that? So this is where people really lose their direction because what has really been there all of the time that has never failed them, that has allowed Mm -hmm. them to make whatever decisions they have made, has always been there with you. How could you not trust it? Mm Mm-hmm. But we have over 90% of the population still choosing to go with the money or go with what somebody else is telling them or go with the group, et cetera, totally forfeiting the fact that what you know works in your behalf. You ignore that resource of reliability and truth. Mm. And you will get burned every time you do that. So if you're not using that air, that water, you're not standing on the earth that you agreed to hold that space and do what you were created to do, you really put yourself in jeopardy. And all kinds of things can happen based on your mind and the use of the people's minds around you. Because, mm-hmm. see, when you're not thinking in your best interest because you're not on purpose then whoever is thinking around you, their thoughts rule. Check this out. Their thoughts Mm. rule your life when you are attempting to think and create from a space that you did not agree to hold. That is the importance of purpose. You were born and you activated a body that was already given all of the software programs, all of the capabilities, needed for you to execute your purpose in a divine way. And then you get, it's like, you know, going to an amusement park and you get here on this planet and you see this big wheel and you see this swinging around and you see this twinkling and, you know, what happened to your agreement, your purpose? Well, many people have been so fascinated that they don't even remember because they're so drawn to the Hmm. lights or the sparkles or, you know, the noise or whatever. But what you love doing is the key that will take you back on the road. And when you know that there are opportunities for you to do what you love doing, that you can move deeper and deeper into this, and you say no, keep yourself in a perilous state of existence. And too often many people have maimed their bodies permanently. They have definitely Uh, destroyed bodies, shot, killed, run over, whatever, because they were definitely occupying spaces that had nothing to do with what they loved doing. They were off based on suggestions and desires that came from other misconceptions of themselves. Many people are like, oh, I'm not nothing, I'm just this, my parents were that, whatever else, and they come with this story that they're such a low life and they're not valued, but the air was never taken away from you. The water that you drink was never denied you. The foundation of your feet was never removed. So the very essence that creates all this for you continuously, obviously, is proof that you are worthy. So when we start going into this depression mode and how we're not this, that, and the other, whose opinion is that?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It can't be the source's opinion that provides the very essence of what is needed for you to exist and your body is it? No, it's not.
2: Mm-mm.
0: So it doesn't matter about your behaviors. Many people have in their ignorance destroyed the bodies of many other people people that are incarcerated you've plundered and abused other people but that air that water that earth under your feet is still there so obviously your source is not saying that you're a terrible person that you don't Mm -hmm. live or any of those things It's, it's making it clear that as far as it's concerned You have definite things to learn. You have definite energies that you have to bring into balance because of your behavior, your misbehavior. But you are who you are, a divine, immortal being, and you are always good at the very essence from which you've come. So we allow people and places and events to seep us in, guilt and shame and, you know, can you imagine that nobody I'm walking around looking at can create a person's body and what color can you make it? Okay, whatever else. Now, you know, this is coming into our future where we are going to be able to clone people. We're cloning people now, but now from scratch Can you identify a person that can actually create (laughs) another body? No, it can't be, and it won't be. You can clone, but you can't create from scratch. The secret of a cell, no, they will not have that. Because the only way that you can have that is you have to be that, which is God. And anybody that has a need to basically try to replicate themselves in a method that is beyond what is already divine will never have the secret. So you have to understand Mm -hmm. that it's amazing that we can naturally reproduce our bodies. We know that. But you don't Mm want to do that. You want to go in your little laboratory and whatever else, et cetera, and, and to do it under your limited perception in your way, it won't happen. You have to start only with the divine. And that means you got to take somebody else's cells, and, of course, you can reproduce them or whatever, and you can mess with their genetics and perhaps change some of the shape and some of the function. But the real essence, like the movie they show in Franken's person who comes into full divinity, wouldn't even want to do it. When you have mm. power and control to do everything already, what would be the what would be the point? So don't allow yourself to be used by foolishness and by limited belief systems that basically are just usurping your energies when you're everything from the beginning. You're everything from the beginning. And, yes, you have to learn. So it's like a little kid, you know, a little child. Excuse my misdefinition here because all infant children are children. They are not little baby goats. I can't. (laughs) We do not call our offspring any reference to a lower animal. They are children. and They're trying to figure out how to use the spoon, and they're trying to figure out how to keep the pressure on the plate and all that stuff. And so the bowl goes in one direction, everything in it goes into another. It's a big mess on their face, on their chest, on the floor, hanging on the uh, table that that was set upon. And it's a mess, But now we recognize that this is a process of growing and adapting. Well, why don't we give ourselves that permission when it comes to reclaiming who and what we really are? So how come we have to be, you know, stupid and a whole bunch of other things and, you know, lazy and dysfunctional and just a lot of other names that people have used to force us to do what they want us to do? instead of allowing us to learn and to grow in what we agree to do from our birth. So when people are resistant, though, to the direction, they even make things worse. And so we see that people have to be on drugs for a while, and they got to live on the street, for example, and blah, 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 But it's all a reflection of their resistance to change Relative to the kisses and the soft, kind words that are given, and they still don't want to hear it, you mm-hmm. know. Forget about that kiss mm-hmm. that came from somebody who's not important. Okay, people do that. Okay, mm-hmm. I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. The, the children wow. are like their parents giving a kiss. Who's taking care of them? Mm-hmm. Brought them into this world, giving them food to eat, place to stay, everything, and they ask. They have the audacity to out- ask their parents not to kiss them. They're like, oh, don't do that, you know, no, 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 no. But yet and still some alleged star singer or movie star or whatever that somebody showed them on the Internet or whatever they seen on TV, oh, they want to be up in their face. They mm-hmm. they want their acceptance, but they ain't done nothing for you. What happened to your brain that you would want to be in the presence and have someone recognize you, et cetera, in their life, when they've done nothing for you, over the people who you know support you. See, that's the key. That's really, why why yeah. should their right? Why? Why should what they do and what they say be far more valuable to you than what you know has stood by you and supported you your entire life? Mm-hmm. What kind of intelligent use of the brain? The switch on priorities. What what the intelligent brain would do that? And this is what I want all of you out there to ask yourself. So it's wonderful if people who entertain you and make you feel good and excite you, but they should never be put before the people who you know every day, every moment are looking on your behalf. And if you do Mm -hmm. that, what are you saying about yourself? What are you saying? What does that belief system look like? And we know Mm. that it's one that you definitely should go beyond. All right how 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 could you do that? ask yourself, this is very important, and I see this playing out in the t v sitcoms and things like that, and that has to be a no no or oh, I don't care how many people go to see a movie star or whatever else, et cetera. Their value, perhaps in your mind can equal, but it can never be above that that you know that has always sustained you. Because that means then that your priorities and your values are now disproportionate to how you really recognize who you are. And this is what we have to really deal with. You're not accepting your divinity. You're not accepting that you couldn't even be in this environment unless you had a purpose, an important purpose that requires you to have a body that everyone is looking forward for you to execute, including you, because the happiness and the joy that you will receive from doing so is beyond what anybody else could experience because it's coming from you and you know that your God is alive, your source is alive and well because you feel that every moment because you are on purpose and no one else can basically have that feeling except another person who's on purpose. Now, check that out. Very important. Ooh, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, Very Dr. George. our sponsors want to hear from us. They, they okay, waited. well, like, hey, let's, yeah, hear what yeah. they have, let's hear what they have to say. And then what does our manual say about Beyond Belief? We definitely need to let the audience hear that. But, again, look again, at your priorities. Okay. Yeah. Look at your priorities and recognize that 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 has really supported you through, as they would say, thick and thin. Why are you ignoring it? Why are you turning your back on it? Are you stupid? Look up the definition of stupid because that is one of the definite definitions of how a person behaves when they're in that state of stupidity. Let's wake up now and pay attention. I'll be right back after this message.
1: Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders, HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STD, Alzheimer's, and many others. These disorders are the results of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body.
0: I'm going to read to you what our manual says for those of you that are just joining us. Beyond Beliefs, okay. Beliefs are not natural to us, and keeping our beliefs alive is exhausting. In those moments when we are just too tired to hold on to a belief, we gain a glimpse of life beyond beliefs. Okay, also in those moments without realizing it, we surrender to our natural state of being, our essence, and to the feeling quality that accompanies that state, our joyfulness. All right, so having read this three times today already, each time I'm reading it, I get a different experience and revelation and insight and get more enlightened. So reading this part again, because we, we really want you, as you've heard Dr. Jewel express, we really want you to get it, that in the moments when you are just too tired to hold on to a belief, we gain a glimpse of life beyond beliefs. Also in those moments without realizing it, we surrender to our natural state of being, our essence and to the feeling quality that accompanies that state, our joyfulness. Dr. Jewel, are you there? Am I being heard? Oh, yeah, I'm very, I'm very much here. I'm listening to your explanation. Go ahead. Oh, okay. okay, okay. Yeah, this is the third time you've read it, and so now what's the new insight you have? Three times so is the, new- the gem. Yes. So the new insight is where it talks about when we, when we let go of the belief, right, in those moments when we're just too tired to hold on to the belief, we gain a glimpse of life beyond the belief. So I realize in my own experience and even being able to have it in the present moment that when, I, when I'm really honest with myself and know that this does not serve me, you know like you talked about this does not serve me when i can let that go it's at the same time at the same time i experience release relief and i get another epiphany idea insight of what i need to do now so that was that was really um that was really like, oh, man, wow, that is true. That does happen. Wow. So you get a, you get an insight of what your life can be like now that you let go of this illusion or this thing that no longer serves you. And now you okay, can go. So work. Well, let's, let's make it simple for everybody and our listeners. So a person who feels that they have to go on a job that they hate, okay, <laughs> to be able to make a living, This is we call these wage slaves. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's their belief, that i got to go to this job and be bothered with these people, I don't even like it, whatever else, but i got to pay my rent, da-da-da, whatever else. They are stuck in wage-slave addictive behavior pattern. That is a belief, right? Right, that's a belief, right. Okay, so when they decide to give that belief up, they do what? They basically don't go back, and then what did you do? What do you do next? So you do gotta what do you do next? Right. So what you do next is you acknowledge your apprehension or your fear of what, oh, you don't know what it's going to look like. But in truth, is that really the answer? Is that really the truth? Because you do know what it looked like. Because you, you you get you get an idea, okay, well, I know I can do this. So then that's what you do. You start focusing your attention on that. Immediate thought, that thing that you know you can do, because you have to start trusting yourself, so you want to be able to acknowledge your fear and now transform the fear by moving out on the thing that you know you can do, that you've been most scared to do. Start doing it, whether you're writing it out, you know what you want it to look like, okay, you're gonna journal it, what this is gonna look like, okay, I need to call. I need to call and follow up with the lady who was talking to me at the grocery store about she needed some help in her yard, and I love planting flowers. Well, I think that, you know, you're correct, but now we've got to pay attention to the details, and this happens a lot. But the first thing you did after you gave up your belief was you admitted to your source, that I am no longer going to basically be involved in this kind of behavior and I basically want to have this better life. So I'm leaving this alone, okay? Mm -hmm. And so, therefore, Mm -hmm. if you would then lay out the plan that is in the best interest of what you know I'm about. And then Mm -hmm. now the thought came about the lady in the store. Is that correct?
2: Mhm.
0: That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to acknowledge that okay, look, I need you to (laughs) I was wrong, okay. Not wrong, but I I see where I was I was I was in disbelief and I was not being true to why I was created, why I am here and my purpose. I was living a lie. Now this is very important and this is what happens here is that we have to start really looking at the details of what we do because that was the main key here, that by your willingness to, first of all, recognize that you knew that you didn't have to suffer to make money, that you knew that your life could be different, okay, and your willingness to recognize that you understand the details, whatever else, et cetera, but you know you could do better and that there was a source that has been in your life to allow you to live the lie, why couldn't this source also work in your best interest? Right. So recognizing that in your life, then now ideas started coming to you. Mm-hmm. And so ideas therefore. And the people. Well, that was the whole idea. The lady. That was your <laughs> idea first. Right. Okay. Right. And then right. once you mm-hmm. saw the lady in your mind, then you recognize that you could take action on that, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, Mm -hmm. great. And so now that is now the next step that happens. You then take action based on the new ideas that come after this declaration of independence, that you don't have to suffer and be limited and live a lie to have a life. That moves you into sovereignty, into independence. And so, therefore, now these new ideas come and you take them one at a time. And look at how it was like a flower blooming. Yes, blooming. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is so true. Yeah, so let's see what is going on in the minds of our listeners. Maybe there's someone out there that really needs this boost to free themselves and to move them into a new level of sovereignty and independence of knowing that they're here for greatness and that they don't have to bow down and become mediocre to have a life that really has already been given to them because their rent money is really not giving them air, water, and a place to stay on this planet. See, that's also some serious belief systems that people are going to have to give up. And you did that too and never missed the beat.
2: Never missed a beat.
0: But you weren't enslaved by it anymore. See, that's the key. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do we have anyone yeah, yeah, that to... yeah. want to, talk, to this, talk with us about this?
1: Eric, code 216, you are unmuted. Do you have a question? Eric, code 216, you are unmuted. Do you have a question? Okay. Area code two zero two. You are unmuted. Do you have a question? Area code two zero two. You are unmuted. Do you have a question? Uh okay. yes. Oh. Well, sorry about that. Yeah
0: he does.
2: Go ahead. Uh yes. Could you speak about? Could you speak about? Um the development. Of the pineal gland, as it relates directly to the skin, and as it as it relates to the black molecular waves of space, and how those waves, and how those and how those waves are, and how those molecular waves are directly related, in a complementary way, to the particle mass structure of our real black bodies, and. I'm saying that outside of the context of of Einstein's theory, I'm saying that outside of uh, the context of Max Planck's theory. I'm saying the real black uh, essence that we have that allows us, that allows the all of the neuronal functions that are associated with our internal, the 12 brain centers, and how the neuronal activity is distributed to the outside of the body in the form of the skin, utilizing the color energy as the vehicle with which to do so, and so when we sit in the sun, uh, you know the neurons can experience direct amplification in the sun without any limit. Could you speak on that?
0: Well, yes, I am going to speak on that, and first of all, I want to thank you for your question. I. Absolutely. Do want to- Yeah, and I appreciate your intellect and obviously you've spent some time researching on light, quantum physics, and the melanin biopolymer. However, it's very important to honor the moment. And at this moment, we are speaking about cosmic law, universal principles, and we're speaking about one very important principle at this time. Yeah. living beyond the belief. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, we are taking questions from anyone who's listening to the show that wants to talk about how their present belief systems are either bringing them comfort and joy, allowing them mm-hmm. to be a sovereign being, or if they still are feeling limited and enslaved because they are linked to the belief, but they can't move beyond that into being. Now, everything that I've said to you, if you have really done your studies, really is an aspect of the melanin biopolymer. Is really an aspect of the fact that everything is light and is what appears to the eye to be black light. Absolutely. But that conversation without a lot of detail being shared for yeah. most people will only cause them to cling to their belief systems that most likely uh, right. are part of their enslavement.
2: Right, right, so right. It's
0: very very important to understand that in the moment we have to look at the environment to determine sure. if our participation, and if our discussion is relevant to the purpose that we agreed to at the moment.
2: I see. I see. Well, thank um, you. So, it, so yes, we have an yes.
0: environment. You can go to our university website. Our fall semesters will be coming up, and we'll be able to discuss that in more detail, discussing and learning the quantum physics, learning the frequencies of light, et cetera, and how that all plays out. However, these cosmic laws are very much emanating from what people are deciding as a black hole. People are deciding that, from, that this comes from the God spot, but all of it is integrated in every human being, regardless of what the phenotypic appearance may be of the outside of their body. And this is why we have to recognize some very important things. Every human being that is in the geometric structure of a pentabula, one head, two arms, a torso, two lower extremities, that is the pentagram, has to come into alignment with the order of the cosmos relative to that geometry. So universal laws is literally a description of the laws for the pentabular geometric construct to experience its divinity at all times. So that is the sound, that is the resonance, it's a frequency, it's a wavelength of the electromagnetic spectrum. But right now we have to give the baby food for everyone to digest because our culture has deprived us and been giving us synthetic foods that really are not cosmic foods as to why we're suffering. So we are delivering sure. the cosmic information at this point to ask people to acquire, check this out, a better digestive track. You see all Come these commercials yeah. and everybody's gobbling down this anti acid and this everything for the we constipated. We got diarrhea. <laughs> Can't hold our food, our stomach. We're full of gas. Sure. Do you understand why? Because they don't basically have a nurtured digestive tract of knowledge to handle the synthetic information that they are given, and their body can't process it, first of all, because sure. they can't even recognize it. It's not true. So. Right. Join us, yeah, in staying with us at the moment. I'm sure that there is a uh, belief system that you had that you had to go beyond that to acquire this level of knowledge that you have because it's not dispersed easily. So, what belief system did you have to go beyond to be able to learn to the extent that you could even ask me that question today? Can you share that with us?
2: Of course, I'd be glad to. Um, I. I, w- I went through Christianity, and um, for me, you know, I had questions at the time when I was coming up in church, you know, and I didn't really like church. The only thing that I liked about it was really the music, and um, so they had four, I think, four or five choirs, and you know, one of the choirs was actually a gospel choir, and they were very different from the other choirs. Every, the other choirs were like more, more so on assimilation, and you know, into the American culture, if you will. And the the one group, they sang gospel, and you could really feel uh, what they were, you know, the music that they presented to us, you could actually feel it. And their personalities were very, they were very open. They were far more open-minded. They seemed to engage in a lot more thought, and that's what attracted me. And uh, so I just, you know, I just continued to do things on my own, and I just finally said, you know what, I want to put this book down, and what came to me about it was that, you know, just like you have Superman, and I thought that was an example, at least personally, from my personal perspective. I thought it was whites fantasizing about being black people and about them targeting, uh, trying to target white audiences about messages that really pertain to us because Superman, you know, he gains the strength from the solar radiation. He has all the superpowers. But yet at no time does he ever undergo the alchemy of absorbing the light to the point to where he has a tan, and then, of course, that was, of course, meant to graduate all the way up to black, because that proved to be too powerful, of you know, even for their fantasy in Hollywood to present. And so I saw Jesus in the Bible as the same way, not for the not for the people who are trying to derive value out of the Bible, not for the sincere people that are trying to derive value out of it, but... I thought that there was another way of perceiving it. I thought that whites were basically telegraphing to other whites in their biblical audience of that time that uh, when they mentioned, because when, when when they mentioned well, Jesus, they're not talking about Jesus in the singular of the past. I feel like they're speaking about Jesus in the sense of Jesus representing a group of people in terms of it is they who must die. It is they who must die that we must have life. So I felt like they were listening, to, that they're presenting that message to themselves uh, in a way where Jesus is meant to represent a group of people. Okay, well, plural. hold
0: on, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. This is very yeah. important. I only have a couple minutes left, but I need to leave this message with all of you. Is that, first yes. of all, you've got to break this down now because we've got to digest our life. This is very important. And so what has happened, and this is one of the things that religions now are redeeming themselves about, is that they admit that they did distort the cosmic teachings that were brought here for us as we evolve in learning more about ourselves as gods. So for whatever reason, that's a whole different story. The religious texts, teachers... Of the religious text Distorted the information They eliminated a lot They uh, added on to it They uh, deleted But when you can get The entire religious text In either Christianity Islam, Judaism, etc The message is All the same relative to Cosmic law Now, secondly This issue about the Phenotype and the genotype of the human species on this planet has been very much exaggerated and misdirected. There's only one species of human on the planet, only one. There's no, there's no, no, listen, there's no races. There's only one race with variation, just like in the plants. We have tremendous variation but they're all the same category of plants. So we know that they all have their particular function. Trees do one thing, shrubs do another, flowers. They have their place. The same with humanity. But they are all related, and the commonality that they have is very obvious, that their chlorophyll may be very deep to the extent that they look black and Purple. It may basically be almost invisible, where we call them variegated, where some of the leaf looks like it's white and others green, but they are still plants. This this is the same for humans. mm -hmm. No, it's the same for humans, but the information about how to deal with the true essence of what we're built upon, which is light. Everybody is originating Mm -hmm. from light. Everything in this dimension comes from light, the one source, and that information is not being fed to us appropriately so that we are still in the belief system of separation and good and bad, right and wrong. No, it's about the development of your brain and desire to know the absolute truth about who you are and what you are that is going to free you. And this is part of what you're asking to come through. When you step into wanting to clearly understand the 100% source that you come from, you will recognize that whatever group thinks that they are manipulating the knowledge, that they're manipulating the energy, that cannot stand in, against anyone who is absolutely themselves. So that's why we have yes. these wonderful people, Paul Robertson, all these other folks, all whatever colors they are, they have been able to come through all of that illusion because they sought the absolute self. So I'm saying that we're not going to point the fingers that the religions or one group of people or whatever is our problem. No, 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 I was, okay. but you have to recognize that this show is to make sure that everyone goes back to the core understanding of how light and energy mm-hmm. moves through the human being if they will learn the law. And that's what we're here about.
2: Okay, no, I understand and I'm just I'm just saying that for me that was the experience that I felt like I had to, I had to come through because when I looked at either photos and we, and we,
0: and we appreciate that. We appreciate that. And we invite you back every week now. And we invite you also to the university because there's a lot that we can share with you. And I know that there's a lot you have to share with us so that we can enlighten a, a, a lot more people. So, Right. I want to say thank you so much for calling. And, Ms. Felicia, do you right. have anything you want to share on your way uh, thank you, ma'am. at the end of the show? Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Ms. Felicia? Oh, yes, pardon I was on mute. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. So, yes, we are excited about our fall semester coming up, so please join us
2: on Mondays
0: at the overview so you can hear what's happening. UPSG.com UPSG at J-U-I-S dot education. We look forward to seeing you this Sunday and check your emails. We will send out the information for you to receive it. We love Yay. you. Thank you so much. A great, great show. I love you so much and we'll be back next Wednesday. Bye-bye.
1: Love you. Thank you for listening to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. Join Dr. Jewel here each Monday at 5 p.m. on the Jewel Network, hosted by the thejewelnetwork.com and Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living Jewish. For our complete broadcast schedule, additional information, and to purchase products, please visit our website, www.thejewelnetwork.com. If you'd like to contact us, please send your email to info at thejewelnetwork.net. Thank you. This broadcast is under full copyright and trademark protection owned by the House of Jewels. This broadcast in its entirety nor any part of this broadcast can be reproduced, copied, transcribed, placed in podcast format, placed into MP3 format, or suspended on any internet digital location without express permission from the House of Jewels, Washington State, USA. To reproduce or suspend this broadcast in any digital location other than the dual network is prohibited and legal proceedings will follow accordingly. Thank you for listening.